Yeah. Welcome to Heezy's World. Cause Heezy does it, I know you love it. I hear nothing of it if you deny the subject. I'm here devising up shit for me to find and hunt you. So I can defy your hunches. Cause I design with punches. These limes are rhyming bunches. You guys just find assumptions. I'm the type to try and run shit until you find the gumption. I'll lay designs, haters try and replicate it. It's a waste of time. Face it, just take a dime and place it. And maybe grind it up in the blunt. Cause your time is up. Might as well just get high as fuck or a fly. Cause you'll never be high and fly as fuck as I. Hi, my name is Heezy. The reason you can't receive it. And that's an entendre for you. So come on along, it's joyous. Wake Up and Win by Lou Maurice. 
Check that shit out, y'all, on this album, from his album, Still Alive. <sighs> but what's up, y'all? Welcome to another, <clears throat> excuse me, what the fuck? Another episode of Heezy's World. This is episode 124. How y'all doing today? The social media's out there. How y'all doing? Man, everything's looking all right. I got my connections going. We're going to see how this lasts, all right? Now, I'm back on the live segment. That ain't going nowhere. But how are y'all doing today? Um, <clears throat> let me see if there's anybody on. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm back. I'm back. I'm fucking at it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm grabbing it by the horns and stabbing it, right? Is that what we do these days? But, nah, y'all, welcome back. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. Today was a really good day. It was a very good day. I did a lot of adulting and a lot of work. Well, not work, but we know it's essentially work because it's like a career thing. But, uh, yeah, everything was fucking awesome today, man. Really uh, happy for myself. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell y'all, man. How do I start this show? Um, well, yes, thank you all. Social media, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Instagram, all of that. Anchor, thank you for posting my shit. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. I, that last show was my highest rated show. Uh, highest viewed show. Well, highest viewed in, uh, you know, a short time. In the week. You know what I'm saying? But I pretty, I thank y'all. Thank y'all a lot. You know what I'm saying? Thanks to the Mexicans, you know what I'm saying? The latest country to join. You know what I'm saying? Thankful for all of y'all. Oh, I see the Wi-Fi connections happening. But, um, um, not happening for real. But, uh, yeah, bear with me, y'all. This will all be uploaded um, to my, uh, my, 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 my shit. You know what I'm saying? Where you click on to find the podcast. That shit. That shit right there. <sighs> so, yes, I have a guest today. We're not on the live, but on this episode. And I want you guys to tune it out. Uh, tune in on it. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I don't know. But, um, yeah, man. Um, I have I had an actress come on, Felicia Sabri, and we talked acting, man. We talked about acting and how she's like, like I talked about. She 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 introduced me to the industry. I guess she could be known as the first person because uh, I was an extra in a film she was on, and yeah, I mean, extra, you know. But it's a start. But anyway, tune into that later after this uh, live episode ends, and yeah. Check it out, guys. Uh, the title of this episode, I think, is going to work with uh, Life is Like a Movie or some sort of that, uh, some sort, some something like that. But, uh, yeah, man, life is pretty crazy. And uh, I do want to say that I've been feeling very thankful. And, yeah, like, I, all right, let me say, it. I've been praying. I'm not trying to sound corny, you know what I'm saying, but... Maybe this might help somebody because it really helps me. I brought it back. It's not like I wasn't doing it. But I forgot that intention is very important, guys. Uh, so I started praying out loud now. Like uh, I actually got on my knees the other day. Not like I was going through anything. It was just praying and I just felt like I needed to be heard. Like really, really, you know. And I just came a little, came at God, you know. Came came as a, a human, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just started saying, I don't know. Uh, and shit kind of, like, immediately happened, uh, in a way. Um, I can't really explain too much, but 
I don't know, shit immediately happened as soon as I started playing and then I'm praying and I don't know, it's fucking magical, you know what I'm saying? Life is like a movie. It's magic, baby, pray. <laughs> but I am feeling real blessed and real favored. I'm looking good, I'm feeling fine. Look at my sweatsuit, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's a nice sweatsuit. It was a gift. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, also, I want to announce that I'm going to start doing shows on Sundays. Sunday mornings. So we got Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. And I do have a guest on my Sunday morning show. Okay? But it's going to be like this setup here where, you know, we're going to record and then um, I'm going to come on live and she probably won't be there. But, uh, yeah. Anyway hope all is well. Let's get into the fucking news because shit is crazy, man. Well, also want to say I started listening to The Weeknd's album and I am I am happy. It's like so much is happening for the kid. Like, you know, things, you know, every we all go through, well, us 30-year-old people, we go through depressing slates every once in a while. There's a lot of ups and downs, you know what I'm saying? We're not as supported as we were as kids. So, you know, we got to work a lot and shit, and adulting is just not fun for some of us that love when things are handed to us. <laughs> okay? Huh? Am I wrong? <laughs> but anyway, um, The weekend. I think that's what I was talking about. I, man, I have a very forward mind. Not, I cannot go backwards. But, uh, yeah, The weekend album drop, and that shit is lit. Like, he came back hard and strong, and, uh, yeah, check that shit out, y'all. That shit got me, had me jamming all day. And yeah, and also check out uh, "Still Alive" by Lou Maurice. I was I actually just listened to that whole thing for the first time, and that shit was lit too. Y'all, man, y'all gotta listen to my cousin. He out there, you know. I almost want to call him Big Cuz, but I'm Big Cuz. You know what I'm saying? But he definitely representing. <laughs> but check him out, y'all. Um, yeah. So in the news, man. I don't want to start off with bad shit, but did you guys see that rock slide? Oh my God, like a piece of a mountain fell off into the fucking water of a place where people were in boats and people did unfortunately pass from that. But that is just amazing. Like God, like I just thought God when I saw that video and my heart goes out to all the individuals and the families to, with all of that. But that was crazy. And that is only the beginning of the news there. What's up D? <laughs> Um, but yeah, that shit was crazy. I'll start off with the wild and crazy shit, actually, because what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, I'll get to that later, actually. I'll come back to that. Well, well, yeah, the, the, distur I'll go with the disturbing news first. Yes, people died in that shit, and that is fucking terrible. Uh, but as one of my homies say, and I, this is not without... Uh, sensitivity, but niggas die every day, B. And God needs his folks. He's yanked y'all up real quick, but let me stop talking about that. Um, and then the dude that the cop saved that crashed in the plane, it was like a 60-year-old dude. Um, let me see. Yeah, 60-year-old fucking dude that got caught in a fucking plane crash. And let me see. I'm gonna pull it up for y'all. Let me just go ahead and do it. Because this shit was fucking crazy. I didn't know that was on. But, uh, hold up. Let me get it together here. Let me get it. Yeah. 
has to happen quick. Quick! Oh, shit. Allow. Always allow. Always. It's okay. It's me. But yeah, uh, fucking death-defying shit. Like, what the hell is going on out here? Like, this was a wild, wild-ass week. January is starting off very fucking well. Very exciting. Very exciting time right now. Um, I guess this is going to take a while to load. I don't know why. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Trying to pull it up. But basically, they, this, this old man crashed. Who knows why this old man crashed on the plane? This is a single plane. And uh, he landed on a fucking railroad track. Like, what are the odds of that? Did you think it was a runway, you old bastard? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm glad you're okay, guy. But that shit was crazy. Like, what? Um, and they basically pulled them all. A train and a train was coming. Not just that. A train was coming, and it. The two cops came and pulled the dude out the, out the plane. It's really crazy. It won't, it won't let me show you. It won't let me be great. I don't know if you know that's like legal. I don't know if like I'll get in trouble for like showing somebody else's stuff. But uh, let's see. Nope, nope. It ain't working. It ain't working. Technology, baby. But anyway, that was crazy. And then a fucking other video I saw, which I do have, but I can't pull it up because I don't know. Maybe God's just like, hey, you can't. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, let me uh, get the media together here. All right. Look again. I'm not trying to play the sound. I don't know why. Anyway, you heard it. That's fucking crazy. That's wild. What? <laughs> How does that type of stuff happen? Like, get out of here. But, um, wow. And then, okay, I can show you the other one. The lady, fucking 18-year-old girl trying to get rid of her baby. I don't know how bad. You know, if it's on the internet, it can't be that bad, right? But this girl put her goddamn baby in the bathroom, in a fucking, in a goddamn uh, uh, garbage bag. And the baby lived, okay, before y'all get a little crazy. But, uh, like, this is crazy, man. Like, why is the why is news just like this right now? Why is the news so much in this January fucking week? Some people found it. Uh, I don't really know who. This happened in Lubbock, te Texas. Who names the state that? I mean, a city that? But, yeah, the baby's fine. It's in stable condition. But, uh, what the hell, man? What the hell? Some people do not need kids. But, uh, yeah, y'all. What the hell? I, 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 I'm confused on that. I'm confused as fuck on that. Matter of fact, one more Instagram thing. I guess this is going to be a segment. The Instagram videos of the week. <laughs> Check this shit out here, y'all. Y'all got to see this shit. Uh, what the hell? Up the infection. We're going to tell the truth. Mr. Monzel.
gonna give me the sound, baby. Damn. There we go. In your lie detector test, you were asked, did you have any sexual contact with any of your three daughters? You said no. And the lie detector said there was no deception. Yes, thank God. The shit says father rejects apology after being falsely accused of molesting And that your daughters know it. Yo, what the fuck? Well, what the fuck? I felt they always did know it. You felt they always did know it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't speak it because? They didn't know no better. They was told no different. Who told him that? Who the fuck told him? Where's the bitch at? I mean, I Missy knew it was somebody. Missy Bond detector test and said, did you make up or exaggerate any stories with the intention to harm Monzel? She responded, no. And the answer was deceptive. What? Then she asked you, did you say something to the effect of, I'm going to make sure you're never happy again? Woo! She responded, no. And the answer was deceptive. Woo! Evil alert. Evil alert. So, Miss Yvonne has acknowledged Yvonne, you that her story bitch. about you. Let me skip so I don't get in trouble. Cannot accept your apology. You cannot accept that apology. This nigga wanted to rip a book in half. He should have ripped that bitch in half. I cannot accept your apology mm. because Girl, is crying in the back. it's not sincere. Deep down, I know that you know that you didn't believe that. You knew I had no sexual desires Girl. for my children. For 25 years, this thing has broken me. Mm. Not me. I don't know. I, it has affected my life in ways I can't even count. I, I can't count right now either. One, five, nine, the eleven. The things that you did. Whoa. This is not no game. This is these children's lives. And it's just a deal. Is this shit even real? That you need to deal with. Oh my goodness, y'all. Y'all gotta understand, like, what? I've ne I've never Instagram was popping too this week, y'all. Like, what is happening? Some of these things didn't happen on this week, but wow, wow, yo, fucking wow. I don't get it. Life is a movie, y'all, and that's why I had an actress on the show. <laughs> but yes, let's uh, move on into the more of the news that I have. More crazy fucking news. More fucking crazy news. So, um. Harrison Ford was in the news lately because of a video he did back in October 2020 that circulated, I guess, because of what's going on today and COVID and how we don't believe in science and trust shit that we need to trust. And yeah, uh, what are some of the key things he said? Blah, 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 blah. He's warning us to address the climate crisis before it's too late. Nature doesn't need people. People need nature. I mean, damn, that sounds like a DMX quote. Do I need to say it like DMX? Nature doesn't need people. People need nature. The best I can do. But, um, yeah, those least responsible will be, bear the biggest burden from, for our political affair to address the climate crisis. Climate change is a fucking thing, man. Um, I'm definitely going to talk about that in a sec. What's that about? 
But um, I. That's wild. What was I about to say? Um. I'm sorry. I had a brain. I'm having a super brain fart right now. Oh, I wanted to say how. Like, I read that statement right there. Those least responsible will bear the biggest burden for our political failure to address the climate crisis. Um, and they do it all the time. Like, with these plastic fucking straws, I've been saying this shit for the longest. They're making us un inconvenient. They're inconveniencing us with the bullshit. Talking about turtles dying. Talking about it's our fault. When at the same time, everybody... Everybody been fucking, I mean, and I'm talking about these corporations, been fucking up the earth way harder than we can. We don't got no cranes. We ain't got no electric grids that we can just prop up out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. That shit is wild, too. Um, oh, and then it said also fans retweeted the clip. Something about Twitter and how they thought, you know, Harrison Ford was t uh, trending. So, you know, people think people die when they trend. And uh, just want to say RIP to uh, Betty White, Sidney Poitier, Poitier and uh, fucking Bob Saget, man. You know that song? That song, I know you remember that shit back in the day. Um, or some of us who were babysitted. The song, it showed used to come on. I don't even know what time it came on. But it was like, it's this super cool rock song. It's like, it's true. I came, y'all, the song. Yeah, I know the tune. I probably failed the fuck out of that shit, but it was a very good tune back in the day. You used to know Full House was on. But uh, rest in peace to him. He was a young dude. But, uh, yeah. Um, okay. And then I saw this trending uh, shit going on about Drake. And I don't think it's real. I think it was more of a uh, some type of joke or just somebody just fucking around. But basically, some woman sees Drake. They talk and they want to fuck or whatever. And everything works out. And uh, I think... And towards the end of everything, she she finds a, a condom full of uh, hot sauce in the trash bag. And then she, I think she confronts him about it. Um, and then she proceeds to pour it in her vagina or something like that. And then, you know, that's where the story got wild and I was like, this is not real. But then I can imagine the star going through that because these some of these ladies are crazy. They're trying to steal them some babies. <laughs> you know, that's wild. But I wonder... What I wonder if is true, if that can actually work. Can hot sauce kill sperm? Because, I mean, not that I need to know that, but it's just, that's interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> hot sauce in my nads. <laughs> you know, bag, you gonna get it? So, yeah, I was talking about climate change because China, motherfucking China, is out here trying to build a sun on Earth. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you why this is a problem. I mean, it's already a problem because it's a problem. On top of a problem, on top of a problem that we already had a problem with, because of a problem. <laughs> but climate change, man, these motherfuckers are building the sun. Why are you making something hot, turn than the earth, on the earth? That's crazy. So 
So China's artificial sun has set a new world record after superheating a loop of plasma to temperatures five times hotter than the sun more than, for more than 17 minutes, state media reported. The East Experimental Advanced Superconducting Tokamak, or Tokamak nuclear fusion reactor maintained a temperature of 158 million degrees Fahrenheit, 70, degrees, 70 million degrees Celsius, for 1,056 seconds. The achievement brings scientists a small yet significant step closer to the creation of a source of near unlimited clean energy. I'm not going to read the rest of this shit, but basically, man, I have a super big problem. If we're trying to stop this bitch from getting too hot, why would we make anything that gets too hot? I'm I'm cool with the fucking, um, like, what's that show with the train? Like, we can make this bitch colder. We can always wrap up. Niggas love clothes. We can put clothes over all this shit, but we cannot take off our skin and change the temperature of our skin or whatever the hell it may be. You know what I'm saying? Them Arabs figured it out. They wear long sleeves out there, but I'm not trying to switch to that shit. It's crazy. And come on now. But jeez, Lord. Tell me it's okay. Tell me it's okay. <laughs> um, and then a huge prehistoric sea dragon fossil was discovered in the UK. Uh, the ichthyosaur, whose remains measure 32 feet in length, is estimated to have lived 180 million years ago. I'm telling you guys, I don't really believe a lot of shit that I hear on the news. I really don't. <laughs> or shit that I read. It's just like, it's just like, yo, this is just entertaining. You know what I'm saying? They say read 15 pages a day. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm going to switch it up to actually read some. I mean, I, I read books, but uh, I feel like these 15 pages of the internet that I read sometimes are like, I mean, they keep you creative, right? This is a land of TV and movies. You know what I'm saying? This show is about TV and movies. So, you know, fucking let's keep at it, Earth world, God, whatever, whoever's doing it, you know, whatever, I was about to say switch it up, but it's, it switched the fuck up, <laughs> um, but yeah, I gotta check that out, I gotta ask my nephew, he loves, um, dinosaurs, so I gotta check in with him if that's even real, five-year-old scientist, um, <clears throat> and then I wanted to talk about, this is what I was saying, like, why I do this shit on earth, because in 2027, guys, for you guys that love to travel, you love to get out, you love to not be so mundane and enjoy your fucking house every once in a while. Just like to travel all the fucking time. But anyway, no offense, guys. Travel, travel, travel all the time. But yeah, world's first space hotel scheduled to open in 2027. The description reads, if you're daydreaming of future travels while stuck at home during the pandemic, why fantasize about the beaches of Bali or the canals of Venice when vacationing in space could be in your future? Back in 2019, California company the Gateway Foundation released plans for a cruise ship-style hotel that could one day float above Earth's atmosphere. The eventual goal, as uh, Alator, whoever the hell that is, Alatore, it's his two R's, put it back in 2019, is to create a starship culture where people are going to space and living in space and working in space and they want to be in space and we believe there's a demand for that. Well, our government thinks so. We have a space force, so now it's starting to all make fucking sense. <laughs> Would you guys do that? You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I don't really see a lot of comments right now. I only have one social media up. But that's wild as fuck, man. That's wild as shit. I wouldn't do it. I'm already thinking about the worst things that could happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, that motherfucker. I, how does it land? How do we get back? You know, I'm worried about the transport. 
You know what I'm saying? Getting into my space car, what if something malfunctions on my space suit? And then I'm breathing in space, and then my face turns to blue. You know what I'm saying? And, or, or what if the whole thing is a fucking spaceship, and it blows up upon takeoff or, or fucking landing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? I would never. I would never. It needs to happen a thousand times for me to even think about it. For me to even think about it. But it's also awesome. It's also awesome. Like, come on. It's like a fucking movie, man. I tell you. I tell you. <sighs> um, yeah. Wild, wild west over here, guys. Well, that's the whole world. Like, I wonder what the jurisdiction shit is going to be like. I wonder what the police is going to be like. I guess that's the Space Force. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I will say that this shit, shit sounds batshit crazy, but I'm fucking excited with the world take us. I hope that the shit that the peak Chinese are doing, and it's not the only place that's doing it, matter of fact. I do want to point that out. So a couple suns are being made on Earth right now. Uh, or replicas they are done in safe pretty safe operation like China didn't blow up yesterday so it's everything's fine but uh let me see so this process that the Chinese are doing it's like it's the process by which stars burn I'm like reading shit it's like a whole fucking essay here that I'm just trying to find a little bit of needles in Either way, I think it's being done in Germany or I know there might be one in America. It's in three different countries. They're building the sun. They're making it hot as fuck in some little place somewhere. And I'm just telling you, they better control it because, you know what I'm saying? Niggas gonna need water, okay? <laughs> Niggas gonna need water. <laughs> water gonna turn to fire if it's that hot. But wild, yo, wild. Wild, wild, wild. Um, okay, a couple more things. All right. And then this other crazy shit, like, yeah, news was fucking great. I would love to be a news reporter. Right? Well, I guess I am. <laughs> Easy work. Welcome, guys. But uh, this is fucking crazy, bro. Like, okay, I mean, we know cops be loafing out here. Lunching, loafing, uh, liquidating their value. I don't know. <laughs> Just trying to use L words. But, um, two Los Angeles cops fired for ignoring a robbery to chase a Snorlax in Pokemon Go. Let me tell you, these guys should be fucking ashamed of themselves. Snorlax is not even that powerful. <laughs> but um, chain, come on, guys. I don't hear the laughs. It's not loud enough. But I have to read this fucking uh, thing to y'all because this was so fucking crazy. I can't believe it. Because they tried to cover this up. They tried to appeal this shit. Um... Okay. I'm going to read it fast, guys. I hope you guys can keep up. Los Angeles Police Department of Officers Louis Lozano and Eric Mitchell were fired for ignoring a robbery in progress because they were busy chasing a snowman in Pokemon Go. They appealed their termination in court, excuse me, but were denied. The official court opinion document is really something else. For approximately, this was on boingboing.net. This is a real website, guys. CNN also posted this shit. Uh, but Boing Boing got it first. <laughs> For approximately the next 20 minutes, the digital in-car video system in the squad car captured petitioners discussing Pokemon as they drove to different locations where the virtual creatures apparently appeared. And on, on, at the end of the day, everybody's human, and I kind of appreciate the humanness in this, but uh, this is what I'm saying. People don't realize their job. Some people need to realize, like, 
Like, at my job, some people don't realize, like, you're at work. You know what I'm saying? You got to fucking stay on the job, man. You can't, there's no time for fun. <laughs> but anyway. But it's cool. We got to, you know, jobs got to understand. Or something. I don't know. We'll talk about that another time. So, yeah, virtual creatures apparently paired on their mobile phones. On their way to Snorlax's location, Officer Mitchell alerted Officer Lozano that a Togetic just popped up, noting it was on Crenshaw just south of 50th. After Mitchell apparently caught the Snorlax, Snorlax exclaiming, Got him! Petitioners agreed to go get the Togetic and drove off. Togetic is a Pokemon, guys. I think from uh, uh, Evolution of Togepi, if I may be uh, correct here. Uh, when the car stopped again, the DICVs recorded Mitchell saying, Don't run away. Don't run away. While Lozano described how he buried it in Ultra Ball, the Togetic before announcing, Got him! <laughs> Mitchell advised he was still trying to catch it, adding, Holy crap, man, this thing is fighting the crap out of me. Eventually, Mitchell exclaimed, Holy crap, finally! Apparently, in reference to capturing the Togetic, and he remarked, The guys are going to be so jealous. Petitioners then agreed to return to 7 Eleven, where Sergeant Gomez later met them to enter the watch. End their watch. On the way, Mitchell remarked, I got you no Pokemon today, dude. And this bit. Petitioners also denied playing Pokemon Go while on duty. They claimed they were monitoring a Pokemon tracker <laughs> application on their phone, but not playing the game itself. As for catching Pokemon, Officer Lozano insisted this referred to capturing an image of the Pokemon on the tracking application to share with friends, while Officer Mitchell said his statements about fighting the Togetic referred to relaying that information to the groups on my app, adding that in order to take the picture, occasionally the creature will fight. Lozano said they were not engaged in the game, rather it was a social media event. Mitchell said he did not consider the application the game because it was not advertised as a game. Petitioners admitted leaving their foot beat area in search of Snorflax, but they insisted they did so both as part of an extra patrol and to chase this mythical creature. <laughs> they tried to fucking say this, they were adding police work. And that was genius, by the way. Lozano, whoever the fuck said that shit. Like, wow. Amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing. <laughs> amazing news this week. I'm telling you guys. The world is just fucking lovely, man. Fucking lovely. Um... What else? Uh, oh, and then the guy, uh, the guy, uh, shout out to the DMV, College Park, Maryland. I think it's College Park. Let me see. Um, excuse me, guys. I am searching. Well, anyway, a guy who was about to die, I'm just going to say it simply like that, uh, he decided. And his doc, him and his doctor, and him and his doctors decided to motherfucking. I just had this motherfucker. Where is he? I'm sorry, y'all. I mean, I'm not that sorry. But yeah, nope, that's not it. Oh man, where does it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Anyway, a pig heart was fucking a fucking pig heart. Uh. Oh, I need this fucking article to tell you how to say it. It's like a, it's called a, oh, Meredith, boom. Maryland man becomes the first person to successfully undergo pig heart transplant. Surgeons at the University of Maryland Medical Center performed the first of its kind procedure on Maryland resident David Bennett, who the university said was out of other options. I'm trying to tell y'all, medical sit. I mean, what? I mean, what can they do? You know what I'm saying? They're working hard. 57-year-old man has become the first successful recipient of a genetic modified pig heart. First of its kind of procedure, Maryland resident 
resident David Bennett, who university said was out of uh, other options. Uh, Bennett was diagnosed with a terminal heart disease and has been hospitalized and bedridden for several weeks after being deemed ineligible for a traditional heart transplant. It was either I die or do this transplant. I want to live. I know it's a shot in the dark, but it's my last choice. Wow. I'm looking forward to get out of bed after I recover. You go, Bennett. <clears throat> this was a breakthrough surgery and brings us one step closer to solving the organ shortage crisis. You know what I'm talking about? What's next? Frog legs? <laughs> so now, these are, there are simply um, not enough donor human hearts available to meet the long list of potential recipients. Uh, Dr. Bartley Griffiths, who performed the surgery, said in a statement, We proceed cautiously, but we are also optimistic that the first in the world surgery will provide an important new option for patients in the future. Three days after the surgery, the University Medical Center said Monday that Bennett is doing well and will continue to be monitored in the coming weeks to ensure the organ isn't rejected. He's still, co he's still connected to a heart-lung bypass machine, but the new heart is functioning and taking on a majority of his body's work, according to the New York Times. Uh, but wow, y'all. Like, that deserves a... Oink. Oink, oink, oink. That's what's up, man. For real, I'm not even trying to make a joke. <laughs> I didn't try to make a joke about that, but that's fucking awesome, man. Like, I can keep eating pig, pretty much. <laughs> man, he's fucking, uh, thank God for animals. I mean, I hope their purpose is to be consumed by us, because at this point, them motherfuckers getting used up. But that's wild, y'all. That's wild. But you know what's even wilder? This COVID, y'all. We had this COVID going on. But for some of us, a big majority of us, I don't know. I think a lot of people do this type of thing. But a fucking article here, and let me tell y'all, when some article like this pops out in times like this, because this is about COVID-19, you know, the stock is going to rise. And I wonder if it's just a stock seller. I mean, you know, a stock seller buyer, whatever you want to call it. But <clears throat> cannabis, compounds, and hemp may prevent COVID-19, a study finds. Uh, apparently, it was a study in San Francisco. Compounds found naturally occurring in, a canna in cannabis may be able to prevent COVID-19 infection, according to a study by researchers at Oregon State University. So this wasn't in San Francisco. Um, cannabinoid acids from hemp were able to block the virus that caused COVID-19 called SARS-CoV-2 from entering human epithelial cells. Epithelial cells, your little skins, baby. Our skins, our motherfucking skins, yo. We're, basically, if you smoke weed, I'm just talking about the article. You smoke weed, <laughs> you're blocking the COVID. <laughs> no wonder they trying to say motherfuckers are, what's the word people use? Uh, what's the word people use when you're like, you got it, but you can't tell? <laughs> That's the shit that be tripping me the fuck out. <laughs> but I understand that could be real, you know what I'm saying? But get the fuck on with this shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, epithelial cells are a barrier between the inside and outside of your body and are often the first place that is attacked by viruses. <clears throat> Researchers use a pseudovirus expressing the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein and tested how it reacts to the cannabis compounds called cannabigorolic acid, CBGA, and cannabidiolic acid CBDA. Uh, these compounds found in hemp were equally effective against the alpha and beta variants according to the study which was published in the journal Natural Products on Monday. <clears throat> Researchers said CBGA and CBDA can be orally and have can be taken orally and have a long history of safe human use. 
hemp and marijuana. Oh, wait. blah blah blah. We know about that. But anyway, guys, toke the fuck up. I guess um, this is a breakthrough. I mean, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I am a, a proponent for uh, cannabis, so you know I'm gonna stand by its side. But uh, I just wonder what the COVID. Who's really the COVIDians out here? I mean, I'm not trying to put it on anybody. A lot of people think I'm a COVIDian. But, um, you know, who's going to put this on? What are they going to say next after this article drops? After everybody listens to He's His World and, you know, call me crazy, but I'm just reading the news. <laughs> but anyway, that was the some good news. That was good news. That's part of the reason why I had a good day. It's like, wow, it's fucking great. Um, but yes, I want you guys, I'm going to get ready to end this show, but I'm talking about some shows. Because my podcast with uh, my little session with Felicia, we forgot to talk about a few things, how she met Issa Rae. We talk about Rihanna and Nicki Minaj and shit. Like, she met Nicki Minaj, interviewed her her, in in her heyday before she even came big. And she's telling me how she met Issa Rae and freaked out, you know what I'm saying? What you're not supposed to do when you're an actress. (laughs) When you're trying to, you know, whatever. But anyway, and also, uh, we didn't talk about our favorite shows and shit, so... We're going to link up again and talk movies, but uh, I want y'all to really uh, tune into that. But um, last but not least, I just want to talk about some of my favorite shows, man. Like, uh, right before this fucking podcast, I forgot. I had a long day. I've been doing a lot of adulting today. You know what I'm saying? I worked on my, me, I worked on my car, I worked on podcasts. You know what I'm saying? I was doing shit today. You know what I'm saying? It's very productive. But uh, Boba Fett, man. Boba Fett, man. Star Wars, baby. Star Wars, baby. Like, I was skimming through the TV the other day. Like, it's always like, it's, I mean, it's bad. Men or football fans, we got to know that. We sitting around just watching TV. I just be sitting, like, I don't even sit back with my back up. I be sitting like this and shit back all like this. Like, I'm going to have, I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to get old and find out. <laughs> but uh, we watch a lot of TV. I just skim back and forth, watch TV. But I have the conscience to get up and shit. I, you know, and, I, and, I, and I know about penalties of not working out. But anyway... Y'all don't. Some of y'all don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I was just flicking back from Star Wars and football games and shit. And uh, yeah, the, uh, watch the football team win the last game. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Fuck the Giants. Oh, well, pity on the Giants. They're having a hard time right now. Um, I did want to say something. We are getting a new name, but I guess I can wait till February. Um, but I heard it might be Commanders, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Uh, but yeah, Boba Fett, man, this shit is doing Star Wars so well. Like, I thought this dude, what's his name? Tumera. What the fuck is his name? Ay, 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 ay. Too much notes, guys. Too much notes. Uh, 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 excuse me, this guy's so inappropriate. Um, the actor is doing his motherfucking shit. Tumera Morrison, man. I, I read his stats. This dude's shorter than me by like an inch. It's fucking amazing. And it's also something to note. A lot of actors are very short, like Tom Cruise, I believe. I'm not sure about Chadwick. I just want to feel like he's short because I just want to be short like him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, a lot of actors are short. And, uh, you know, that's that's good because I'm an aspiring actor, if you guys didn't know. But, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just switching lanes as I, as I go. Um, but, yeah, that shit gave me life that last episode. The whole series is giving me life. You know what I'm saying? This shit is really fucking awesome. You guys don't like Star Wars, a good way to start liking Star Wars. Like, I think you might appreciate it. It is hard to watch the older ones because graphics are bad, but we kind of, like, keep the graphics the same. 
and I'm saying we like I'm creating Star Wars, but they keep the graphics the same kind of. And it's just awesome. It's just like awesome storytelling. I mean, they gotta fix the movies a bit, but fucking awesome. Mandalorian, Boba Fett, you know, clap it up, man. Clap it up for yourselves. You're doing fucking awesome. I was thoroughly entertained. And this, this, how do you say like, I had nostalgic, nostalgia, nostalgia. It was nostalgic. <laughs> and then Ozark, that's my fucking show. I think that's coming back on the 24th. I can't wait. Um, you know what I'm saying? I just like continuous stories where you know the story's intact and they go further with it like I wonder what's gonna happen next but apparently this is the last season oh Dexter oh man oh man my heart I'm gonna cry but anyway I can't even say why but um man Dexter man end on a bang the last episode for this season um man I don't even know if there's gonna be more seasons but I'm just happy to be a fan of Dexter man that, that show I'm glad it redeemed itself. It's making me think about another show. I'll get to that. But um, it, it really re redeemed that ending. Because I'm thinking about Breaking Bad on the side. But Dexter, I feel like, had an ending that people didn't really fuck with. But bringing it back during this last season, it was that was nostalgic, too, if you were really a Dexter fan. But Breaking Bad is another one that needs to come back, man. Like, I forgot if a uh, dude died at the end, but... That shit needs to come back with another season or something. I know they got Better Call Saul, but I don't know. I, didn't, I guess I got to watch that. But I don't think it's on the same intensity. And yeah, man. I need to get on the TV, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, check out this episode for real. Um, I'm about to drop it in a little bit. Um, it should be dropped by tonight, or if not, the morning for sure. And yes, definitely check out the second part of this episode. And uh, Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, Instagram, y'all popping in. I love it. Okay. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Twitch. Not this time. But uh, yeah, man, I love you all. And I hope you guys love each other. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, keep checking me out. Share, you know what I'm saying? Like, comment. Tell me what the fuck is good. You want to come on? Talk about it. Let's talk about it. But uh, yeah, I love you all. Good night. This is uh, Rohizi, of course. This is, I think this is episode 124. 124 episodes. Lit. And yes, to my right is beautiful lady here from, uh, she lives in the DMV. She's an actress, uh, Felicia Sabri. She, uh, this is what I know of her. She uh, moved here from Massachusetts. That's right, yeah. Back okay. in 2012. Oh, okay, okay. No, excuse me. I'm sorry, 2009. 2009, 2009. okay. Mm -hmm. um, and she actually... <clears throat> Like, because I'm an aspiring actor. Well, I want to be... Who doesn't want to be an actor? But I also want to <laughs> be an actor. Um, and she got me my first gig. It's an extra. But I'm very appreciative of that to this day. And that was a dope shoot, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually never followed up with that. But it, it was... I mean... How did that turn out? I, I have some of the footage. It's on my page. Okay, okay. Yeah. Great, great, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was a fun experience. And I, that kind of really inspired me more on, this, on that path. But um, life is still life. And podcasting is still the lane right now but how are you doing i'm doing good man i um i wrapped up my um first feature film uh in 2020 and so that's going to be dropping this year coming soon it's called dream okay um, yeah <clears throat> yeah i was aware of that so yeah dream i saw the um the trailer's on youtube right now mm -hmm. um uh, well, do you want to say what it's about? Yeah. So, um, the movie Dream is about a young boy 
who ends up in the foster care system, you know, from 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 being like five years old and through his adolescent years, and mm. I play his social worker. Okay. Um, I don't want to give too much away, uh, no, but it's, it's really dramatic, mm-hmm. and um, it's about dreams and resilience and, and never giving up and believing in yourself and. Okay. Yeah. How long were you um working on this project? Can you say? Um. So. Pretty much like a like a year. Okay. In twenty twenty, we filmed half the movie here in Maryland. We filmed half the movie in Los Angeles, and that was a really dope experience. That was my first time. Wow. Um, <clears throat> actually doing a project out in L.A. Okay. Yeah. Since I went out there years ago, trying to chase a dream back in like two thousand and two or the, four. The dream of acting. Yeah, the, the dream of acting. Okay. So four. And you've, you've, you've caught it. Yeah. All I know <laughs> is fourteen years later, I, I ended up back in Los Angeles shooting the movie and having that like movie studio experience. It was up. really dope. And um, I have some of the behind the scenes stuff. It's on my Instagram highlights. Okay. Some of cool, my set cool. life highlights. So, yeah. Yes, definitely check that out. Um, I was gonna be a lot of notes about her. You know, all her videos and stuff in my in the show notes. So be aware of that. Um. But yeah, that's awesome, man. Like acting, it's it's to me. I mean, I don't know. It's such a. I don't. I, like I said, anybody should want to do that. Who doesn't want to be on the TV? I mean, you. I guess you have to look the part. But anybody, yeah. like we all represent someone. Right. You know well, what acting I'm is about being human. Exactly. You're, you know and, what I mean. And representing somebody's struggle or whatever, that, whatever it may be, face mm-hmm. problem, mm-hmm. Uh, ish, uh, whatever. But I don't know. I'm just really into that lane. But my my lane is more comedy mm-hmm. but you know it's I like I, I worry about my locks I remember you told me like you have locks I mean once a long time you was like you have locks you should go for it I was like they're not gonna make me cut it or like I feel like people with locks have certain roles like hippie drug dealer some shit like that yeah but you know <laughs> it's it's still pretty broad though you know I could I could still you could have locks and play a scientist you got the glasses. Well, I should, you know. You know just, what I mean? Hollywood is getting more inclusive, more woke, yeah. you could say. But, I mean, you know, there's, I don't think they're there all the way. <laughs> no, not definitely not. True. But you definitely, you know, you have a look. And, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to be a professional actor, then you have to know what your brand is and what mm. you give off, you know. So when I do look at you, yes, I see hippies. You know, <laughs> True. But I also see, like, you know, IT professional you know what I mean? Or the, the nigga who's fucking cracking codes and doing some cyber criminal shit. Do you also write too? Like, um, no, I I have poems. You know, I oh, have, okay, okay. You know what I mean? I have like, but no, I'm, I do not write scripts. Because it's, it's a, I feel like I have I was... an idea, but I just haven't I haven't put it down on paper because it's I don't know if I really want to put myself out there like that. True, my shit's gonna be inspired by a true story. <laughs> okay, okay. Now I was saying, I was feel like I was hearing your director side just now. You was like, "Oh, y'all seen IT tech, whatever, hippie, whatever." It's like, okay, yeah. do you have that type of I side have a, as well? I, well, I have an eye. I can say. Okay. Um. So we can bring it back to when I started off as a host years ago, back in two thousand and eight in Massachusetts, before I even became an actress. Yeah. Um. I was a host of a show called Music Mania Television, and um, what what I did was, you know, any artists in like the tri-state New York area, like hip hop artists, mm-hmm. like they would come to my city for like a, a, a hosting. I would pull up to the club, interview them, and um, when I had to interview Nicki Minaj, she wasn't famous. She Nicki had Minaj. just yeah. I interviewed <laughs> Nicki Minaj back in the day, back in two thousand and eight, and um, 
she she came to the club and you know I did a little research on her. I didn't know too much about her but when I did my research before the interview I was like oh she's really really dope mm. and when I met her and I felt her energy I knew she was gonna be famous and she had mm. just got signed to Young Money so she you know nobody knew who she was on a global scale but like right. six months later she popped on the Gucci Man track five star chick Damn. and I was like I knew she was gonna be famous and for me to think that when I met her and to see how far she's come in her career, I'm just like, damn. So yeah, like if somebody's talented, I'll definitely tell them, you know, you you got it. Do you think? Because I feel like I personally feel like, well, my point of view, um, looking at things like whatever, I feel like I'm gonna set out to do, I'm gonna conquer it. But do you feel like some people, you either have to have it or you can, or can you work on it and get better at it? I think it goes both ways, both ways because I feel like the industry is still a business mm -hmm. and so work ethic comes to play, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, obviously you do need to be talented. You need to bring something to the table. But if you're, you know, just okay, sometimes just okay is, is, is what they're going to use because it's, you know, you know somebody who knows somebody to get you on. See, that's, 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 you know how it goes. That's when the you wrong, know somebody. I just feel like that's yeah. how I'm going to make things work for me. Like I'm yeah. just going to, everything's going to fall into place. Mm -hmm. It's probably gonna piss off a lot of people that work hard, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. It might work out like that, or maybe I'll just have to work hard at it. <laughs> you gotta do both. So you say you've been doing it for fifteen years. Um. So I yeah I started chasing my dream when I was like twenty two. I okay. used to watch one hundred six in Park. Me and my homegirls, and I used to be like, man, I want to be free. Like I can do that. Like, <laughs> you know, Felicia, you can do it. You got all the charisma. Like, girl, you got it. And you know, they were hyping me up so much. And I was always entertaining my friends. had it. So what was Music Mania on? So, um, <clears throat> so Music Mania uh, was on late night, like 2 in the morning, like channel 2 or 3. Okay. And it aired in like 40 towns and, and surrounded in, in the New England area. And like, you know, my people would call me. Like, they'd come home from the club like, yo, <laughs> I seen you on television. You know, I'd be doing my little interviews. That's and um, we that, would have the music videos, just like 106 in Park. There was, mm -hmm. there was a record label called Koch Records back in the day. And yeah, I, that's a famous... I, it was... It, I forget who was even signed to Koch. All I know, I think maybe Sierra might have been signed to them. Like, I've, I've heard that's a... When she first started, name. because we had her video, mm -hmm. and, you know, other... Every, whoever was popping in 2009. Right. We had their music videos. And we would play my interview, then we would play the video, just like just like 106 in Park. So it was just like, I manifested that, you know? Mm -hmm. I wanted to do it, and I ended up linking up with someone, you know, from through someone, and he was just like, oh, I, I need a host. And I was like, well, I'll do it. And next thing you know, like, literally three days later, he was like, we're about to interview DJ Envy and Red Cafe. We need you to pull up to Jam in 94.5 Studios mm -hmm. in Boston. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So yeah, I actually see, you showed me that a while back, and that's what I remembered. But I also forgot you, uh, did Nicki Minaj, but what I, I wanted to say is like you kind of like you, you had the you put the intention into it and then it came it came it happened like I feel like you know it's one of six in Park then you had what was the joint After Dark BET After Dark or right some shit, <laughs> cut or whatever right. and then you got your show coming on like right yeah you was on the slate all you had to do was just move up a time slot you was you was been there yeah what um what happened with that did it um man the business just go out yeah, or just you know or, after like two and a half years of you know, putting my resource, I was broke as hell. 
during mm. that time. I was living by myself. That was before I had my son. Mm. So I'm single, living by myself, working full time for the hospital and trying to make my bills and then still trying to pay for the TV slot. We had to pay for that. Anytime we had the camera, we had to rent the camera. So that's a fee. And we had to go to New York. Like mm. we would have to, we need gas money. Me, me and my partner was broke. He was from Brooklyn. Um, shout out, shout out to Cedric Music Mania TV because I'm gonna tell you this when you see this. Because <laughs> um, you know, I never forget where I come from. Um, so. Yeah. So man, sometimes we would just crash at his people's house. Like I remember sleeping on couches at four or five in the morning. Like because oh, okay. we was in, we went from Massachusetts to Jersey to go interview Ron Brown. Remember that um, that song? Um, oh my girl, I'm gonna clap your hands up. Oh. Sounds familiar. Um, how's it go? Or <laughs> jumping it? out the window with this one. You remember yeah, that yeah, song? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, that dude. What was his name? Ron Browse. He was down I, with like Jim Jones and them. I don't know. This was, <laughs> yo, I'm old. This shit is back in the day, all right? Stop it. This was when, when YouTube just got started and YouTube got started in 2005 and then I started uploading videos in 2009 and the, the quality was trash. <laughs> so if you go on YouTube and you Google my name, Felicia Sabri, you're going to see Music Mania footage and it's cringe for me. <laughs> I'm going to look for it and put it in the show but notes. But it's there. <laughs> I got my start on YouTube. I was selling DVDs in the streets after the club. Like We what? had our DVDs for every episode. Yeah, I was... I was out there, okay? okay? Okay. And trying to get it. Shorty's and a grinder. Shorty's in the pen. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up, man. That's, mm-hmm. that's you gotta have that drive. You gotta have that want to, and that's something. I mean, you know, it, you really have to be in that lane if you want to be in that lane. Because I couldn't see myself, it like putting myself. I don't know. That's that's a lot of dedication. It was a lot of dedication, especially. And I know, was broke. Yeah. I was, and so that's why it ended. I so said, "Fuck this." I'm, oh. Cause I, I was like, okay, I'm having fun, and yeah, I'm, I'm interviewing these stars, but what is, what am I, what is in it for me? Like, I wasn't getting paid, and and YouTube was shaming back then too. I mean, we wasn't. <laughs> wait, I know I didn't get paid off no YouTube views. I and was just talking about it on my last episode how YouTube, like they, they want more streams more than any other app before they pay you a dollar. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, you want to be an actress. You don't want to be some professional host. I mean, I just started looking at the big picture. And I'm like, are you gonna, are you gonna host forever, or do you want to to transition this into acting? Because I actually grew up as a dancer. Like mm-hmm. prior to hosting, okay, I, my mother put me in dance from from when I was like three years old, oh, okay. and I danced until I was 19, and I won like Junior Miss Sophisticated at a competition what? when I was 16. Yeah, I was. I was so on you stage. Always, you always been a star. Yeah, I've always, always been. A, I've always been an entertainer. Yes, okay, okay. A star entertainer, That's however you up. want to call it. But so, I was like, as a dancer, you just tell stories through movement. So I said, you know, and you use your emotion, and and the judges judge you on how you feel, mm-hmm. or how, you know how you make them feel when you're dancing. And I said, well, you know what? I can be an actress, and I can use my emotion to bring characters to life and to you know impact people with emotions and bring these stories to life so that they can relate you know right and so that's i ended up moving to the dmv in 2009 i gave up music mania i just put it behind me it was you know 
all good things must come to an end. I still think it's something you could look at, for real. As long as Nicki Minaj is thriving, that shit should, should be thriving. Well, you know I'm always going to name drop Nicki Minaj, <laughs> you know, yeah. shout out to Nicki Minaj. And if it wasn't for Felicia, Nicki probably wouldn't be here. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, we, it's, hey, look, they were both on the scene. They're both still on the scene, so. <laughs> I'm trying to catch up to you, Nicki, if it's you funny, ever see this. It's funny, I just this. heard this song today with her in it. And I'm so late to music, but it was like, and the song's kind of nasty now that I hear it. Because I used to hear some of it. Uh-huh. But it was like, oh, damn. Who song? Nicki Minaj? It, I think it's Nicki Minaj. She's featured with this other girl. I think it's that light skinned girl. Um, fuck. Something recent? It, oh, all over my. Oh, what is it? Isn't it recent? Yeah, it's kind of recent. I don't know. I can't remember the fucking song. I think it's called Ice Cream. Or I, I don't fucking know. I'm such a fucking old head or whatever. <laughs> it's all good. But it was pretty fucking vicious. Like, I forgot Nicki Minaj was such a good rapper. Like, She's the queen. She's the queen. I stand by her. Like Her personality threw me. Like, well, a lot of things threw me off. You know, I'm just a hip-hop guy. You a hip-hop person? I am. Well, yeah, you were. I, I am a hip-hop Ross person. I have, my, I have my favorites. Oh, okay. Well, who's your favorite artist? My, my favorite hip hop artist. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let, yeah, let's get into my our favorite rap song. So hip hop artist, woman, man, and then R and B. Let's go R and B after that. <laughs> Dang, who's my favorite rapper? That's hard because I do. I, I listen to a lot of Rick Ross. I must say, I listen to a lot of Meek Mill. Okay. Um, I listen to a lot of Nipsey Hussle. Okay. Uh, I listen to a lot of Nas. Okay. Um, Kanye West. Kanye, okay, Kanye's still in rotation. You know what? I just started listening to Donda, and I'm a bit surprised by some of them tracks. Like, because I, it's like some of these people, like Kanye, I mean, and who am I to talk about these people? I don't know what they're really going through, but what they uh, are giving out is just like, what's wrong with these people? Why are you always making a scene? (laughs) Like Kanye, at least. Uh But hearing that music, I was like, okay, Kanye, this is what the fuck I've been waiting for. Like, well, at least the three tracks that I heard. Uh I didn't hear the whole thing, but he is one of my favorites, too, but it's hard to say that these days. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) But he brought me back with that Amazon special. I was listening to 808 and Heartbreaks the other day. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was a was a dope album. Um, Um, What about women artists? Uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Um, You listen to Rhapsody? She's dope. She is dope. Yeah. But I haven't really like you check her delved own. into her music. She's my favorite um yeah. female artist, I believe. Um hope I'm not missing anybody. But she's one of the top at least. Mm-hmm. Um But there's not many actually. No. I mean, I think Remy Ma, but I don't even listen to Remy Ma. No. But there's there's so much more. I'm gonna always fuck with Lil' Kim. I oh mean, Lil' Kim, yeah, she's, she's, she's the Kim. goat. She's the goat. Um but yeah, female rappers really if I wanna listen to female rap. It's just it's Nicki Minaj, like, like you know, I I like Megan Thee Stallion, but I can honestly say I don't sit and listen to her albums because she's so her music is so commercial that I hear it so much. Well, that's what I was about to say about Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj kind of threw me off with that personality, that Barbie stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like that kind of overpowers her lyricism a bit to me. But she has so many tracks that just like every artist, you gotta you gotta deep. You so die. you can defend her more than I can, yeah. um, sp- you know, speak about her intelligently. Because, uh, like I said, I... Like, I'm, seeing green? Like, she snapped on that. And that's her last album or a song? Um, the most... Well, that was what the mixtape that she did over. It was a song that she did over from old oh, okay. school Nicki Minaj. But oh, okay. that, that's what I'm... You know, that's what I love is 
old school Nicki Minaj hoes. This is when Nicki spits, like her little she starships and all the little commercial stuff. No, I don't play that stuff in my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not like when I want to hear her rap, then I know what to turn on. You know? Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I see. I'm. I. I. I never want to be a hater and I'm not a hater it's more of I just I get caught up in the fucking gimmicks I guess yeah but um that's what they have to kind of do to sell and that's what kind of turns me off it's like you don't have to do that like I don't see J. Cole doing that I don't say but I mean I'm not trying to talk Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj yeah. is a goat matter of fact so let me leave her and let her be yeah she, she just had a whole segment <laughs> shout out <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to her <laughs> check her out um do you have any favorite actors I do. I do. I love them all. Top um, three. I hate when people ask me to care. Like, oh, sorry. No, I, no but it's well, just like yes. I, okay, I'm in love with Leonardo DiCaprio. I think oh, he's amazing. Same here. Oh, Leo. <laughs> yes. yes, Leo. Did you watch Don't Look Up? Yes. Loved it. I loved it. <laughs> and um, who else? I love Will Smith. Um, yeah. I love Viola Davis. Oh yeah. I love. Barry, I love Regina King. Oh yeah, Regina is a, a goat. She's I like love so. Nia Long. I love Sinai Lathan. I love Gabrielle Union. Um, Nia Long, what Nia Long? I like Damson lady? Idris. I love oh, yeah. him in Snowfall. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> who else? Who else? Oh my God, there's so many. I named a lot, right? Yeah, you did. I mean, yeah. that's a good range. Is there any that you um, kind of look at? Trying to help your game, or do you do that? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Whenever I watch, because I'm a binge watcher, so like whenever, <laughs> yeah, whenever I'm watching a series um, that has like, you know, strong black lead, mm-hmm. um, or just any series really, but I like to look at strong black lead because I see myself in them, you know. Right. Um, like the movie with um, uh, Sandra Bullock and Viola Davis. That just was on Netflix. Oh God, I forgot the name of it. But right. Sandra Bullock just got out of jail. I can't think of the name. Oh, I I did see it um, circulating. That was, that was powerful. Oh, okay. Very very dramatic. Um, but when I watch TV, I study. So like I'll study like the physical, that like the, what they do with their bodies. True. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And their eyes, because really acting is all in the eyes. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I really, all in the eyes. yeah, it's all, it's, <laughs> let me tell you, it's, it's all in the eyes. And, um, okay. I, I, I really study just the beats that they take and the time that they take to deliver their lines and to, to make it real. You know what I mean? I actually study the same thing. Like I don't mm-hmm. just look at shows sometimes. I'm looking at these actors act, you know what I'm saying? And excuse me, cause I don't use actor and actresses like I should. So I hope that's not offensive. Mm-mm. Like I just say actor all the time, but yeah, <laughs> but um yeah. the way I just I, I I love watching people. Like I'm thinking of them as a person. Like they're about to cry or whatever the fuck they're about to do. Like crying that has to be the hardest type of thing. You ever had to do that? Mm-hmm. Is that like yeah? In my film um, NOS, which is on Amazon Prime, um, okay. you guys can find that if you just Google my name. Um, excuse me, if you search my name in Amazon mm-hmm. Prime Video, uh, it's called N.O.S. It's called Not Otherwise Specified. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad I just blanked out. What was I talking about? Well, um, <laughs> what, uh, what is that about? Question. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of got lost too. When I do that, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say oh, why. Oh, we're talking about crying, crying. <laughs> oh yes, camera. trying to cry. Yes, yeah. trying to um, bring So I had to cry in that film because um, it was a very dramatic role for me. I played a young girl who had schizoeffective disorder, which is like bipolar oh, and wow. schizophrenia married. 
I shot that in 2017 Hmm. and um, or 2018. Can't remember. Was it a like a leading role? Yeah, it was the lead. I played the lead, and um, she ends up. She's a young girl. She's 18. She ends up having um, an episode where she ends up in a mental institution. Mm. Um, the director, um, Joy Cheryl, is actually a Howard alumni. Okay. And this is her true story. Oh. She actually has this condition. Oh. So I had okay. to sit with her and, you know, learn about what she's been through as a Jehovah Witness and what she's been through with her disease and, you know, her mental health disease. And, mm-hmm. um, I had to become her and I had to channel just whatever like trauma or pain you know that I have within because we all have things that make us sad mm-hmm. you know if, if the loved one passed away you could think about them and you might get teary eyed you know yeah I mean I'm just thinking about you trying to like schizophrenia that's not something everybody has or something you can like pick up how how taskful was that to like try to learn or I honestly I don't know when I was on set I just kind of just told them like can everybody just give me a minute mm-hmm. and you know and I'm the star so they gonna give me what I want <laughs> right, right. right on set <laughs> and she has to get in character yeah so I just kind of just you know I just meditate bring myself there mm-hmm. and then tell them I'm ready to roll mm. and that's my process I haven't been on set with any of those famous actors that I, we just mentioned, mm-hmm. but I would think that maybe their process is something similar. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, mean, um, I don't think it would be... You just got to bring yourself to, to, to a moment where you can express that emotion. True. You know, and that's why I say acting is about being human because it's, you know, it's a real raw emotion that you see when you watch TV and films. Right. So if you're at home crying at a love story... That's because that actor did a goddamn good job at you know, and yes, mirroring like, that emotion so that you can feel it through the screen. I almost cried not too long ago about the <laughs> show I watched. Um, you watched Dexter? You ever heard of that? I haven't watched it. I heard of oh, it. I heard man. it's really good. I can't even tell you why, but I mean, it's just it was. You it cried? was it's, 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 <laughs> get it to me right now. But anyway, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm just saying, like, but yeah, that shit right there. Yes, that's that's powerful. Um, have you ever like um finished a scene or watched a movie, a movie you've done and felt like you could have did better or anything? Yeah, all the time. All the time. I mean, even when I watched NOS, it was it was my first short <clears throat> film as a lead, mm-hmm. and it's like a twenty five minute short. It took us like twelve hours. Um, mm. Excuse me, four. We shot four days, twelve hours. Mm. So it was a long process for me. Um, and when I watched it, I felt cringe. Like, ooh. Oh man. Ooh, I don't like the way I did that. I don't like what I did with my face or my, you know what yeah. I mean? Those are always the worst. But yeah. You, I mean, I, and that's I, the thing. You have the brain that, you know. I take notes and, yeah. you know, I've gotten better over the years from just doing short films. I've been the lead of a few other short films. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard University called Stages. Um, Steven U- Stevenson University. That was called Between the Crosshairs. Um, <clears throat> and just other little projects, you know, I've unreleased stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, I just get better as time goes by. But this performance in Dream that okay. drops this year on, on Amazon, on Prime, Amazon right? Prime, Tubi, Apple TV, um, everybody's going to be able to tune in if they want to. And, um, and it's a lead role as well? Um, a supporting actor. Supporting? Okay. Supporting to the lead. Um, you know, shout out to Ryder Boyd and 
his whole team for bringing me on board for that for this opportunity. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um, is there any actors or directors you learned from along the way? Um. Yep. Things you picked up. So, like, I've done a few workshops with David E. Talbert. He's a director and playwright. Um, Heard that name before. Yeah, he directed. Um, did you watch Jingle Jangle on Netflix? Um, I did. I fell asleep though. Oh yeah, he directed <laughs> that. But some of his most most popular work, Almost Christmas, that was with like DC Young Fly, Monique. I didn't see that one. That's funny. Oh shit. Oh yes, right, that is a that funny out. movie. I was in. I was an extra in that. Oh okay. I went down to Atlanta for that, but. Yeah, he did a few workshops um, in New York. Um, someone said his workshops, like when I first started acting in like 2015, that was a really dope workshop. I actually had got to audition for him, and I did all right. You know, he gave me good feedback, but he was like, "You need, you still need some more work," you know. Yeah. Um, but that was a dope experience because he just taught us, you know, like scene study and just really connecting with your with the other characters and stuff. Um, and he also did a, a workshop. So it was called Next Great Talent. He did it mm. in, in Washington, D.C. too. So I went I went to that one. And then, um, you know, just training with McKinnon Acting Studio when I first got started. Okay. Um, they just got a new location. So shout out to Mark McKinnon. Congratulations. Yeah, I got to holler at them. See if they can. Yeah, anybody who wants to get into acting, I definitely, in the DMV area, suggest that they... Um, take some classes with McK some beginning classes uh, with McKinnon Acting Studio. So I was I took classes for a few years with the studio and he really built me up to to be the actress that I am today. Um, so give him a lot of credit and then there's just a lot more I need to learn and just more people I need to connect with, you know? So where do you feel like you're at? Like, hmm, how do I put this? I mean well, I mean, I I don't even know how to put this, but like, yeah, where do you feel like you're at, or where are you trying to get to? Mm, I want to be a movie star. I do. I feel like you are already, but I mean, yeah. I guess I guess you're talking but about. But I, I like, want to be known in my community. Okay, okay. You know, for my talent. Um, so I'm not where I want to be. Um, but I'm very grateful for how far that I've come because it started off as a conversation with my friends. I did want to ask that, like, how did you get involved? Like, yeah, conversation with your friends. What you mean? Like, when I, you know, I want to be a, I want to be an actress. I want to be a host. Like, it, it started off affirming. This is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And then, just along the way, I just met people who put me in decisions. Like, for who put me in positions. For instance, Writer Boy, mm -hmm. um, his company, um, I Aid Agency. I he he put out his first film when he was like eighteen, which was like six years ago or seven years ago. Oh, so y'all knew each other? Yeah, I, I met him. I went to a movie premiere that he was post having out here. Okay. And that's how I met him. And then anytime him and his team were filming stuff and they would like post on Instagram or whatever, I would hit him in the DM like, yo, you filming? Like, what's good? And he would be like, pull up. And I'll pull up to set. And I would volunteer my talent and my services for free. And I would continue to do that mm. until they got this deal. Well, you know, with the, they, they have a whole um, show with uh, Netflix called Netflix Dreams. It's on Netflix YouTube, and okay. they're working directly with Netflix in partnership with that. And so things just started taking off for them. Mm. And he has resources to 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 do a, his first feature film, and he 
asked me to audition and he gave me the role but I had to go through the process you mm-hmm. know what I mean and, yeah. and then the tape you know and his team had to clear it he had to clear it you know they had to agree on me you mm-hmm. know but um Man. yeah it's, it's, it's like it's all about who it's all about who you know and, and keeping those relationships because you never know yeah put you in a position to change your life it's, but also I mean it feels like your hand your life is in the hands of a lot of people it's like damn it's kind of I mean it, it really, does it feel like that it, it is well it is yeah it, I feel like that because you have to network yeah and then you don't you know if you, if I net if I'm networking with a director and he has a script and he looks at me and says well, she looks like the type but is she count you know what I mean? it's just a matter of meeting people and connecting with people and can they benefit off of you can you benefit off of them right does it work you know you're not gonna fit a circle in a square but if it's a square and a square <laughs> man it's a match you know what i mean and that's how it is in this game like for sure and it can get ruthless it can that's get cool. ruthless and it's a male dominated for sure i did want to talk about that mm-hmm. um i mean i'm not sure where you've been yet but um like have you run into like like I guess directors or actors who are like like I'm talking about the male sickness in this in this <laughs> in this industry. Like I'm, Harvey Weinstein comes to mind, yeah. but he's I, I don't think of anybody that severe. Right, I haven't had any Harvey Weinstein moments. But people like that are trying to use the, your career against you. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, there's, That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. there's been there's been men that you know. And I don't think it's trying to come into my DM and and uh, like on some like I'm trying to work with you, but really you trying to slide, uh, you know. And so then it's like I'm trying to gauge you, like nah. So you gotta do a lot of code switching. Yeah. Cause, I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm a guy, but I feel like I would play that shit. Like I would fuck. Like I would. I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> do that type of shit that they want me to do, but it's more like I'm gonna try to play. Like, they're trying to play me, so I'm going to play them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, do you ever... Finesse? Yeah. Yeah. You got to learn. You do that. You got to so, learn. Because I, I feel like some people are trying to keep their hands clean. Like, oh, I'm not fucking with this person. You know. Yeah, it all depends. I feel I mean, like to you got to swim with the sharks sometimes. To actually get a meeting with me, though, it's like, I <laughs> I have to know somebody that you know. Or True. Something. I have to really, like, to, to really see where I could benefit. I'm not just going to be like, you know meeting up with random people because they say they want to work with me or well know. I mean I kind of already can tell that you're smart and I tell you I can tell like you said you had to live in uh, people's houses and go to different states you don't live there like I'm sure you have to that's dangerous it's dangerous well no no like I was with my homie you know what I mean? well yeah I mean and we was at his people's spot you know so most of the time it would be women too really true that, so they true would that. just be like yeah y'all could crash on the couch well see you have good people you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's just for one night. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I had my own spot back in Massachusetts. You know? Oh, okay. But I was paying bills and I was broke. So when we went to New York, we couldn't afford hotels. Right. So we had to find somewhere to crash after we did our work because we didn't want it, it's a it's a three and a half hour drive between Worcester, Mass, where I'm from, and Manhattan. Hmm. So yeah, man, we used to I used to thug it out in the middle of the winters and shit, man. Hmm. Yeah, we used to do what we had to do. Um, when you when you did Dream in LA, did you have people um you knew out there? Um, we stayed in the production house, so oh, every, okay. everybody from the cast and the crew we were in one house. Oh, that's yeah. what's up. So that was that was the true Hollywood. Like that was my first Hollywood, you know, experience where yeah, okay. you know travel was paid for. You know, 
support, all that kind of stuff. Um, is there a favorite role that you've done so far? Favorite character? Yeah, my, my, my dream. The one in dream? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like that's my best work. Um, I, I feel like this is what's going to get me seen um, and bring my career to the next level for sure. So. I'm going to check out NOS when I get home, though. Yeah, you can, you can check that out. You can check that out. That's I feel like I'm more interested in that. Like, I'm, I'm a... Yeah, I was crazy. I like mental. <laughs> I, I I, no, I just like, I mean, well, I just want to see how you played it out, but um, yeah. I just like Please watch when it. people can represent that type of stuff, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry, I got a couple questions here. <laughs> I mean, do you want to discuss, like, what are your strong points as an actor, if in, your case, in case any directors are looking at you? I personally want to, like, there's skits that I have plans, for, I've had plans for you, like, I don't tell people I have plans with yeah. them, but, you know, if, like... I've just I've been wanted to do stuff and have you in them. Like I've told you years ago, you probably forgot, but yeah. I just never. I'm a terrible procrastinator. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, for some reason, I my I've just done a lot of dramatic roles. Um, okay. But I'm very comedic. True. I'm I'm goofy <laughs> and I'm funny and. I can definitely see myself as like a sitcom actress, you know, breaking out. You think you're good at like improv? I think I'm good at improv. Okay. I think I could be a little bit better. Um, but yeah, because naturally just in my real life, mm -hmm. I just do random stuff and to make myself laugh or to make people laugh, you know? Yeah, you're pretty funny. I, I, I don't know if you're funny. I mean, I, I think <laughs> I'm know, funny as but well. But I just say random <laughs> shit, like, you know? Yeah. And people are like, this girl's crazy. I mean, you're wrong. That's kind of why I'm, I'm drawn to you. Like, I kind of forget how we met. It might, it's probably through Instagram. No, not through Instagram. It was? We met at my cousin's party. Light skin? No, my cousin Lauren. Oh, she said. Remember, we, oh, she yes. was having a kickback, <laughs> and we were, at, we were at her house in Columbia. Yo, I got in an accident that night. Oh, no. <laughs> I was too drunk. I, my dumb ass just should have just sat in oh, the yeah, parking lot. Oh, yeah, you did get in an accident. <laughs> I remember. I still have those marks on my car yo yeah i just i don't know i just don't want to fix it for some reason like i mean i i don't know it's weird yeah I, that was a you know how people say they shouldn't have made it past tw well some people say you're not supposed to make it a past 25 as a black man but you know it's just funny it's one of those nights like damn i, I have a fucking purpose because what the fuck because mm -hmm. it was and i probably shouldn't discuss it on camera but don't drink and drive <laughs> 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 definitely a no-no yeah. <laughs> but I mean, luckily nobody got hurt. I didn't get hurt. Nobody else got hurt. Mm -hmm. um, just my car and just negligence. But you know, all we're, we're definitely he's well all against drinking and driving. Yeah. But I was young and dumb. But yeah, I forgot all about that. We I would did. love to do a comedic yeah. skit. You know, all my friends they'd be like, you need to get on TikTok and you need to make these videos. And I'm just like, I'm not in the TikTok generation. I downloaded the app and I tried to use it one time and I didn't know what I was doing. Same here. And I gave up. But it's all good. So, honestly, I mean, I'm taking advice of others now. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's the game now. For people that want to get exposure, that is. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you're, that's, that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't Social know. Social media is definitely having impact. For sure, for um, sure. Like, Even I, for people to look at you now, they want it, they want your Instagram handle when you're applying for, for acting jobs. They want to know right. how many followers you had. So that is a real thing. So yeah, how does it, how do you feel in this 
uh, stratosphere now. I think that's the right word for in this. Like, cause I feel like the acting world has blown up even more with all these apps, uh, Netflix, all these different uh, places you can watch TV now. They all want something new, all want something next. So it's like, do you feel more confident now, or do you feel like maybe it's too much competition? I feel more confident because I feel like with the industry, um, especially with COVID, but even prior to COVID, um, you know, self-taping and auditions Mm -hmm. for your agent and sending it in um, is really prevalent in the industry. So essentially, you can pursue your dreams no matter where you are in the world, as long as you put in the work. And I always, always, that's like my motto. I've been saying that for years because... I have a son and I don't, my, my journey is not like anybody else's journey. Like I've had to, I have to be strategic to make sure that he's covered, mm-hmm. you know, when he's not with me, um, or when he's with me. Um, so I, I, I don't, I've made it this far just from strategy and relationships. Mm-hmm. You know? I would say you're doing your thing. You have a very calm nature. You're very, you I would say you're a fun person as well. I think that's amazing um, in this type of... Uh, this world's crazy. Yeah. Um, and people got problems. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't worry about TikTok because yeah. I'm just like, when I walk in the room, I fucking... I I shine bright. I, I command. I work the room. Okay, people, okay. You know, when I walk in the room and my energy is there, they're going to want to know who I am, you know, or what I do. And so I just stick to who I am and I stick to the basics. Networking and meeting with the people so you know this year on my on my uh, vision board is just to to just really get out in the streets more just like go back to what I was doing back when I was doing music mania so I actually had it in my notes um, yeah I meant to say happy new year as well mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah like that is awesome I posted a vision board like two years ago people gave me materials and, and I didn't I just fucking failed on that but mm-hmm. um, do you do that often um yeah, well, me and my homegirl, she really encourages me, so she'll be like, you it's very know, good, I heard. Yeah, rather than us, I mean, we, I don't do clubs and none of that kind of stuff, so my typical Friday or Saturday night will be, you know, kicking with my homegirl, and we going over our first quarter goals, or, you know. Planning for the future. Yeah, planning for the future, <laughs> like, what is, you know, where we, where, what trip we taking next year, what are we doing, you know, how how are we living our best life, you know, our best righteous life, and Wish so. I had a friend like that. I mean, well, not saying I. <laughs> I mean, I wish we were close knit. <laughs> we could do things like this. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's very progressive. I like yeah, that. So and I rely on on that. You know, TikTok was just not my thing, and the industry has a formula to it. You know. So more on the vision board. I just want to say, like, I'm always mm-hmm. very interested in this. Does it come to fruition? Like, I feel like this vision board shit is kind of magical because I know most people that that have one, they that shit usually comes true. Um. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. When it comes to love, though, it's just, you know, I be putting my <laughs> rings up on my vision board, but every year I don't see no rings. Do, so. do you want me to say, I, I mean, you're a beautiful <laughs> woman and you're single. That's correct. Single. I don't know what's going on. Somebody loafing out there. Somebody loafed once and I don't know. <laughs> but I'm single and ready to psycho. <laughs> I heard dating sucks. I'm, I'm not currently single, but I heard dating really sucks these days, especially with the COVID. <laughs> yeah, not really my cup of tea. Oh yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> um, I'm not drinking that tea right now. <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully people come to your 
to watch your movies now, now that we said that, and not just trying to hop in your DMs. <laughs> Please support me, Felicia Sabri. Mm-hmm. F-E-L-I-C-I-A underscore Sabri, S-A-B-R-E-E. Hit me up on Instagram. I have content on my page. Yeah, that's what's I'll up. I'll definitely tag you in this. Um, what else did I have? Uh, did you ever model? Um, not professionally. Professionally, okay. No. But I, I mean, I'm a brand ambassador for uh, a small boutique clothing line in Florida. It's called Olivia and Robert, so... Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's always something peeking out the corner with yeah, you. Yeah, you know, it's a little something. I would love to be a brand ambassador for Savage Fenty for Rihanna. I hey. love that. I mean, and I, I'm not too revealing online, but I'll I'll get naked for some Savage Fenty. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. I, I will. She um, she just uh, fired somebody, I think, didn't she? Like somebody big. Yeah. For money bag yo's girlfriend. For saying what what did the person do? I forgot what it was. It was talking I don't about, know. about she, she was going live and just she talked down on somebody. Yeah, I'm so royal now. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I don't know the full scoop. It was something where I like, know she dropped the girl. It was like professional as fuck. It was like, damn. I mean, well, okay, Rihanna, boss. <laughs> like, I don't know. I looked at it. It was like that's a boss ass move. I guess. I see. I think that's the difference between like, I feel like real celebrities and influencers, macro mm-hmm. influencers. Like, mm-hmm. they say whatever the hell they want to say because they're famous for just being themselves. You know what I mean? True facts. And real celebrities are famous because they actually put in the work. And they put in work happen. and they have talent, and so they they have to live by a code of ethics. And they know that there's certain things that you just can't say or do because that affects whatever brand, brand you yeah. represent. Your brand. That is true. And you can be blackballed, and people won't fuck with you if you know they feel like you have bad energy or bad vibes or you saying ignorant shit. Like those are basic things, but that's key right there. Yeah. I don't have a brand, <laughs> but I feel like that's something. Like, if I ever did and somebody was to sponsor me, they'd be like, all right, easy. your last episode was really a lot of shit in there. We got to take out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I personally want to be able to say whatever, but I mean, I'm not, I'm naturally not offensive and mm-hmm. I'm aware of what can offend. So it's like, I should be okay. Like, Rihanna can hire me. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, I actually sit in her DMs. I'm really trying to man up. <laughs> I mean, I know Rihanna, I know that you put on all the influencers because they have BBLs and they look so good and they're beautiful, but what about an (laughs) up-and-coming actress who's been on her grind for a very long time, who works out in the gym and who would look lovely in Savage Fenty? I think you should give somebody like myself a chance. Me too, Rihanna. Whenever you know, if any, I, I, well, you should have gave me a chance a while back. <laughs> yeah, messing with ASAP? What the fuck? Anyway, hey, don't worry about that. Don't worry. I, I'm sorry. She's happy. Okay. <laughs> I think but she happiness is. fades and when. <laughs> but not um. Shit, I hope you get it. I feel like you could be a good ambassador. For I want to be a Calvin I Klein model too. So no, I've never modeled professionally. Uh-huh. Calvin Klein. Oh. I love Calvin Klein undergarments and just their clothes. Um, they have girl stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was yeah, a Yeah, the outlet's down at the National Harbor. I'm not a... I'm a hippie. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm in the gym working with my trainer and really just trying to get, you know, keep my body together and it would be nice if I could, you know, make money, you know, modeling clothes. That would be dope. How you feel about the stores that are about to open up? There's uh, one coming to D.C. Savage Fenty? Yeah. I mean, I think it's dope. I think it's dope, but I mean, I'm, I mean... 
walking around my house in savage fences. Like, I have nobody to wear it for. <laughs> right. That's what I feel only, like. Like, I'm not really motivated to go buy lingerie right now, but I'll put it on for Instagram in an ad for a check, for sure. I mean, just hearing that stores are still coming out is kind of like... I think it's 2000, dope. though. But like, I feel like stores are done with. It's all online now. Yeah, but not for, like... One thing about lingerie is, like, we actually pull up to Victoria's Secret. We go True. pick out our underwear. True. You know what I mean? Is, I, I don't... Or, I mean... Is she part of Victoria's Secret? No. She it's a, okay. No, okay. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, I like going to Victoria's Secret, so I don't order a lot of undergarments online. But basically, I'm just realizing she's rivaling them now at this point, right? Is she she's she's makeup and lingerie. Yeah. Okay. I would say it's a definitely a competition. Yeah. No. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's big. That's and really big. Her name is fucking blowing up. It's really big. But shout shit. out to Rihanna. Yeah, Nicki Minaj and Rihanna got a lot of play on this episode. <laughs> Hey, um, so that's pretty much all I had. Um, is there anything you want to add, or like we did talk about your projects out? And I've actually seen a commercial you were in, uh, flu, flu. Oh flu, yeah, I recently did a commercial. We flu shot FOMO. that. Up. Yeah, yeah that's a was... national commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, and, okay. and we swag surfed. Yeah. And I swag surfed all night. <laughs> Yo, my feet were killing me. How long did that commercial take to make, or your part? A day. Oh, for real? But I mean. My part took about four hours. True. But it was four hours of swag surfing. <laughs> Literally, it was like, hey, hey, go grandma, go grandma. For four hours, I was like, fucking tired. <laughs> and I guess it's kind of cool because it keeps you, I mean, actually, it could also keep you fit, it looks, it seems like. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I shot I shot that in October. Um, so that, that commercial's on my page. Check it out, y'all. Um, have you... Done any other commercials? Um, what have I done? No, haven't done any other commercials. Um, I've done the ID channel. Um, in, yeah, that's invest, right. Yeah, Investigation Discovery. Um, Nightmare Next Door. Sex, is that, sex Money Murder is the name of the episode. Is that still on demand? Or it still comes on. ID still pops Yeah, right? like, okay. I, I it randomly see. comes on and my people will be like, oh, push, I push, I need, I see you. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, check her out, y'all. Check her out. <laughs> it's only the beginning. Well, yeah, you know. it's still, yeah, it still feels like I'm just getting my feet wet. You know? That's the thing. That's this your passion. So I still don't have always an agent. On to like, the new. I'm still, I'm trying to get myself an agent. So that is it I, necessary to have it? Oh, it's absolutely necessary. Oh man, it's just for me, like I said, it's strategy and just being available for that type of demand, you know. So I'm, I'm working it out, y'all. I'm working it out where there is a will, there is a way. I think you're gonna get it. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I fully believe you will. You, your desires, I feel like you deserve them. You oh, work hard, you know what I'm saying? You out here, Miss Independent, you know, doing your thing. Thank you. So you gotta, you have what it takes, you know what I'm saying? It's just Time, you know. I believe that. Time will sure. tell. You gotta believe in yourself. Nobody else does. Y'all gotta believe <clears throat> in yourself. Is there anything beyond the dream that you have upcoming or working on? Um, I'm going to Los Angeles next month. Mm -hmm. Um, just to try to you know figure out my next move. Check out what's going on. Yeah, got some got some things up my sleeve that you know. Ain't gonna, you know, ain't gonna talk about right now. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, Shorty yeah. got things up her sleeve, always does. And okay. look out for more projects. And hopefully, you know, the people love Dream when it drops. It's coming soon. Um, y'all follow me and 
definitely let you know when it drops. Out. This spring, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, only thing I'm going to talk about now is just like, like, how's COVID treating you? COVID. Because it's, it's been like, that's the last since I've seen you since this shit started. Like, I feel yeah. like two years ago. I've just been in the house. I mean, I work from home. True. It's like cabin fever sometimes. Like. How does it, well, I'm more like, this is, what my man JD could say. Make shit traumatic. All the drama stuff. I forgot what you said. But anyway, like, this is, I think this is a traumatic era right now. Um, I just try to be positive, man. True. I really do, like, I try to be positive, but, I mean, we all, I have my moments where I get depressed or I get lonely and, you know, I'm reevaluating my entire life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, fuck my life. I'm 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 not doing enough. I'm not happy. I'm not where I want to be. So it just really has you, like, self-COVID had me reflecting a whole lot mm-hmm. on you know decisions that I wish I hadn't made decisions I wish I had made mm-hmm. all that you know um, I'm not trying to sugarcoat nothing on front nothing you know I've, I've been going through it you know same here <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not one that actually talks about it but I mean I, I mean I do I guess I tell a little bit on my podcast but I don't like to you know depression and stress I hate to like use the words <laughs> you know what I'm saying even though it's real yeah. but I've been going through it too it's like what the fuck this is, COVID is just like, fucking, I don't know, it's just like, yo, can we get a fucking break? We just had Trump. <laughs> like, this is some bullshit. We thought the world was going to end in 2018, now we're still thinking the world's about to end. We're going on year three, like, yeah. but I still feel like we're only like six months in. Like, it's just, it's, it's how, it, it how the hell did two years go by? It feels like life is on pause, but I'm getting older. I am in the twilight zone. <laughs> right. I am in the motherfucking twilight zone, and I've been saying that. Because so much things have been transpiring in my life, moving so fast, and I'm fucking hitting brick walls, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, right. I can't get out. Like, I'm in some get-out type shit <laughs> in the sunken place, and I'm just like, when is it going to be over? Like, right. But I'm still trying to pursue my dreams. I'm still trying to be the best mother, still trying to be the best friend I can be, you know, That's holding it down, you. trying to keep my body right, you know, put my future husband, my soulmate is out there somewhere. <laughs> I can't wait for you, baby. Mm. What's up, yo? Yeah, That's man. What's up. I'm just, I, I want to get up out of this cloud. Well, it's, I mean, I mean, I, I personally have just, you know, when shit bothers me, I'm just like, all right, this motherfucker's just going to be around. You got to learn to live with it. <laughs> but yeah. at the end of the day, I still hate it, but hate it. it's what it is. But we are, we're making it happen. And what I like to say is that, like, people like us, well, you, well, like, people like us, we are doing what we want to do. And I don't feel like we're, very blessed to do so so mm-hmm. I want you to stay on that journey personally I want you to keep on your shit cause I feel like you are good at it you know what I'm saying and you will only get better and I'm I gonna like... stay but I'll <laughs> tell you sometimes I'll be like maybe you should just settle for just a normal life you know be a housewife and come home every day and cook and There's no such thing as normal and that shit is yeah un- it's not normal. I don't think I can live that kind of life I it's don't know. that's like you have to do that shit. You have to come home and cook and shit like that. So that's that's not normal. That's well, it's normal. I don't even know how to put it. It's necessary. It's necessary. But, but then if once you get your goals in front of you and they start coming in, coming out, you gonna get people to you can hire people to do the shit. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, yo. I believe it's coming for me. I'm fine with the fuck I'm at, but it's coming for all of us. It's coming. I. I do believe that, you know. I, you know what I'm saying? This, this is, is not this is not it. And I'm not going to give up. You know, I haven't given up all these years. Like, why should I 
questions about now. Not at all. No. I also want to say this is her first time doing a podcast, and she chose me of all people, Heezy. Okay, so Heezy. it almost feels like the transfer of power, like. When Nicki Minaj, you know, got on, she was on Music Mania, and now Felicia Sabria's on Heezy's World, she about to get the fuck on, and then it's my turn. <laughs> right. That's right. It's we all, all gonna make it out here. We all gonna make it. We gonna make it. See, we from the DMV, but we ain't no crabs. You know how they, you know what they say out here about the people in the DMV, right? No, I'm from Massachusetts. I understand, but you understand, do you, do you feel that out here? Um, that like it's crabs in a barrel? Mm-hmm. You always trying to hold each other back or don't give people props. When they should get it, or it's like people don't push people up. They always like, hey, you're gonna stay here with me. Unless... I honestly don't know a lot of people out here, except for the guys that I've dated. So that's it. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't want to pry. Are they? Well, I mean, yeah, we're not gonna. Go <laughs> okay, good. But I can say that I don't know because I've met a lot of dope women mm-hmm. on sets, and they're just so sweet to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But have we worked with each other? Like, have we come together to just, like, collaborate outside of the projects that we were booked on? Where we, You know what I mean? No. Right. No. Mm-hmm. You know? Because she's in her lane. She's in her lane. She's in her lane. I'm in my lane. You know? So it's just like, I, I, mean, wish, I, I wish there was more of that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, people don't realize sometimes. Well, I don't know how that business is yet, that industry. Maybe it is all about representing yourself and making yourself the the focal point, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's always strength in numbers, but maybe it's different for that type of game. I don't know. Yeah. But? But definitely your inner circle should be uplifting you and believing in you. And, that's right. you know, helping you to step out of your comfort zone and helping you to take accountability for your shit, too. You know? Um, I, have a good, I have a good support system like myself. That's what's up. Yeah, and That's they're not up. people from the DMV. Well, my best friend. <laughs> well, my best friend is from the DMV, so I take that back. She was born and raised. She was she was raised in Bowie. So. Is that the light skin one? Yeah. Okay, I know that. <laughs> Shout out to Brittany. I love okay. You. Um, but my other homegirl, she's from Philly. So. No. Okay. I don't have any other friends. Like, I have acquaintances. You know. Well, they just say that. I'm not gonna say my friends are like that, but I mean that is a thing, and you kind of see it. Where, yeah, it just feels like that. Mm. And I mean, also, so you gotta look at yourself sometimes. Like, are you picking that up? Are you mm-hmm. being the one that's trying to help everybody out? But mm-hmm. I, I heard it's hard out here. I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been blessed to be able to, to stand on my own two feet out here. But I, you know, this shit is not cheap. DMV is a great place. Um, it isn't easy out here. It's not easy out but here. But they say if you make it out here, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's fucking awesome because. I don't know. I wouldn't think I could make it in L.A. or New York, but shit. You from the DMV? You could I, do it. Yeah, <laughs> if, I, if I made it from Massachusetts to here and built a stable life, I could do it anywhere. Do you miss Massachusetts? Not at all. <laughs> it's nine degrees there right now. Is it a mostly... What, where are you from? Western Massachusetts. Western? <laughs> West. Excuse me, I don't understand the Massachusetts lingo. <laughs> Worcester. 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 Yeah. W S T. No, W O R C E S T E R. Worcester. <laughs> that's how it looks. Wait, that's how it says. But we say Worcester. Worcester. Yeah, like Worcester. Wow. Um, Joyna have... Lucas, the rapper, is from the same city that I'm from. Oh, and so shout out to Joyna Lucas. I fuck with Joyna. From 508. Okay, okay. Worcester, Mass. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Who else is from out there? Is it 
Massachusetts. So that's the Patriots. Like Boston, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm right. not from Boston. I'm from 40 minutes outside There's of some states that people just have no idea about. But I would just tell people <laughs> Boston because they don't know Worcester. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah. That's what I do when I go out the country. I'm like, oh, I'm from D.C. Right. But, I'm but where you from? Up in Marlboro. Up in Marlboro? Is that by Baltimore? <laughs> or, or, or Albany? <laughs> Somebody said something on Baltimore. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. But Can you yeah. get a pack of Marlboro? <laughs> <laughs> Marlboro wouldn't make a cigarette? <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been fun. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. And hopefully if we do it again. When after Dream drops or when your next flick is coming out. Yeah, for sure. Let's keep it going. Let's build up a momentum for sure. That's a bet. That's a bet. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you want to leave off with saying or anything you want people to know? No, I just want people to follow me and, you know, support me. Um, what was the IG again? Felicia Sabri. F-E-L-I-C-I-A underscore Sabri. S-A-B-R-E-E. I'll add your girl. And what about your YouTube page? Um, I don't have a YouTube page. I mean, oh. I'm, a lot of my stuff is unlisted on YouTube. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah. it's, is it linked to your page or anything? No, but the link for, um, for Dream, uh, the trailer, the link is in my Instagram bio. Oh, okay, great. So you could definitely check out the trailer and, um, check out NOS on Amazon Prime. That's already on there to stream, to stream. All right, that's a bet. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you. All right. All right, now. Thank you. This is dope. <laughs> bet.